0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so how are we gonna do this we're gonna go office space blazing saddles
1: never mind that shit here comes have you seen episode 40 What what was that Well, there's a tremendous start to the show. Siri has just gone off in Tom's pocket.
0: Yeah, which is weird, because I don't have Siri, because I've only got an iPhone
1: 4. Oh. Maybe he's trying to voice dial somebody.
0: Yeah, it was the voice control, which I never used.
1: I uh, I filmed an interview with Stellan Skarsgård, and in the middle of it, there was boom-boom from his pocket, and then, I'm sorry, Stellan, I can't connect to the internet right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, my God, what? Oh, no! started swearing and and faffing about in his pockets for his phone. (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) So we've started then.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, What did we say? Office Space first, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Hello,
1: everybody. This is Have You Seen Episode 40. (laughs) Uh, We're covering Office Space and Blazing Saddles. So it's comedy week. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are on the road from Shea Webb again Yes. uh, due to time constraints. And it's a Sunday. We don't work on a Sunday. What the hell's going on? I
0: don't know. It seems a bit weird, doesn't it? It seems weird being in this room rather than Mm. the studio.
1: So we're in a small warm room full of books. And a sometimes timid, sometimes horny rabbit in a cage in the corner. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, There's also odd noises coming from outside. So if you hear anything weird, it's the general environs (laughs) of uh, the web household. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, You may hear a bit of uh, scuffling about from the rabbit. Scuffling, thumping, eating,
1: humping of her toy thingy.
0: Yeah, drinking. Mm. If she starts drinking, she'll go on forever. Like she drinks like you wouldn't believe. Okay. Um, Prepare yourself
1: for general rabbit noise. Yeah,
0: I should say her name is Tiggs. She's a rather beautiful dwarf lop. Harlequin colouring, rather okay. lovely. She's Harlequin sti- colouring. Yeah, she's staring at me now with like pure hatred. It says, yeah. "What are you doing in my room? Yeah. Why are you here? Unhappy go rabbit. away!"
1: Well, we shall. We'll put a picture of the, the unhappy rabbit up on the blog.
0: Yeah, yeah. We go, normally when you give her like nice food, she's quite happy, but for some reason, she's she's still a little bit freaked out. I think by the whole mm. So we'll see how she gets on throughout the course we'll of the We'll see day. what
1: she thought of Office Space and Blazing Saddles. Absolutely. She might have some comment. Yeah. Right, That's enough rabbit chat. Yeah. Enough rabbit rabbit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> turn to Chaz and Dave. <laughs> yeah. um, office Space. Yes. Uh, I should set it up, really. Yeah, I big you... Sister Tom a while ago. Yeah. Well, did... It seems like ages ago, it does, but doesn't it wasn't really. Yeah, was We've it just two... done so much in the last two I know. weeks. Was
0: it two weeks, two and a half weeks? Something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time,
1: Okay. There's one normal guy in an office full of... Interesting characters. Uh, he goes to a hypnotherapist to receive... To st- receive? No. not to, You don't go to a hypnotherapist to receive stress. You go to relieve it. Yeah. Yeah, the stress brought on by his job. Uh, unfortunately, the hypnotherapist, uh, played ably by Mike McShane, drops dead uh, before, bringing him, before bringing the guy out of his hypnotised state. Uh, this leaves him with a whole new perspective on his job and he winds up involved in uh, a computerised embezzlement scam to rip the company off. Uh, I hope Tom has something to say about it because I've just... Butchered that recap. <laughs> well, we're all a bit out of sorts this time. Oh, and my computer screen's gone off. That's interesting. So, Tom, speak while I turn the computer back on. Okay, well, do um,
0: you know, uh, you said you barely wrote any notes because you just ended up watching it.
1: Uh, did you barely write any notes? Because yeah, you-, you can see, look, I have two. Tom has two lines. And
0: they were hastily scribbled last night when I realised I hadn't actually written anything. <laughs> is that a good sign or not? It is a good sign because I really enjoyed it. Excellent. Um, it was a lot more understated than I thought cool. it was going to be. I thought, you know, it was, um, the comedy was a lot more, not gentle, but just a bit more relaxed and kind of, you know, I expected it to be a bit more out there over the top in
1: places. Mm. And it really wasn't. Because it's written and directed by Mike Judge, who is the guy behind um, King of the Hill, Hill, Beavis and Butthead, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah,
0: so I was expecting it to be a bit more, I I guess, a bit more kind of cartoony in a way. Mm. Um, And it wasn't at all. It was very subtle and, um, you know... Uh, all the characters were really nicely drawn out, and oh, we've got a bunny on the move.
1: Bunny on the move, she's heading my way. Yeah, well, yeah, she's okay. Maybe I'm a bit too close to her water bottle for her liking. Well, maybe. All right, okay. Well, we'll, we'll. we'll <laughs> yeah. I'll stay on bunny. What? <laughs> yeah, you, okay. Uh...
0: Um, yeah. So basically, um, I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed it, all of its subtlety. In mm. that, you know, it was quite a, a, a gentle kind of script and plot and the characterization was really good everyone everyone even the most outlandish characters seemed perfectly normal
1: do you mean people like milton and yeah um, yeah uh, i really like gary cole as so do boss i absolutely because I i've, he's I've had bosses like him yeah absolutely i think he's fantastic i used to work for um a well-known stationary retailer right um and i had a boss there who couldn't Speak in anything but management speak. Yeah, he was incapable. He'd hand me a piece of paper instead of, or right, instead of coming down saying, uh, "Head officers have asked can we do this? Yeah, can you just like it was like move the Phil Collins CDs closer to the front." That <laughs> yeah, kind of thing. Uh, and he came down. He presented me with this printout that come through on the fax machine. Oh, right, wow. Um, said. Uh, If you could just uh, ingest this information and act as required, I would be very grateful. (laughs) He also had weird hairs growing out the top of his nose. I can't remember his name. I remember he was a dick.
0: No, I mean, I think because I've never had an office job.
1: Yes, we talked about this before. Yeah, Yeah, I spent uh, well, that wasn't even that job, wasn't even like office related. That was, well, Mm. I guess it was if you consider what I was selling Phil Collins CDs and printer paper. Yeah, Uh, but um, yeah, I spent five years as an office temp. Yeah, so I've
0: 'Cause I mean I've I have i have worked in I worked in pubs behind the bar and mm. I've worked in uh a video shop um and then you know doing what we do now yeah. which is nowhere near an office job really. No.
1: Um so there's yeah. an odd buzzing coming from somewhere. I apologise if you can hear it. We think the neighbour's doing some drilling. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think so. Well there's a small radio controlled plane flying uh, around. Someone's
0: somewhere. doing some DIY I think. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh so I yeah, I think it's um I wasn't sure how I would relate to this. But I actually did, because even within the jo- those jobs, you still deal with all of those types of people. Yes, I suppose you do. Um, you know, and usually, like you say, it wouldn't necessarily be the people you deal with directly on a day-to-day basis, but it would be like regional managers that would come yeah. in who, who, who work in that environment and then kind of come into you, even though you're not in that environment, and then talk to you in that manner yes. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, that used to happen quite a lot, particularly in the video shop. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I really loved it. And I actually think my probably my overall favourite performance is Stephen Root as uh, Milton. Okay. Um, just because, in a way, he's the most over-the-top character.
1: He he is a cartoon character. He yeah, is yeah. Uh, a character that Mike Judge created for some animated shorts online. Yeah. And yeah. originally the studio wanted a Milton movie. Right. And he went, there's no way this character can carry a whole film. Yeah. But he can be something within really. another movie. Yeah.
0: Um, so I thought he was really, really great. Mm. And... Um, and I know, like one of the things that stunned me was the particularly the scene with the with the birthday cake. Yes, I think is one of the saddest things <laughs> I've ever seen in my Where- life
1: where they are passing out slices of uh, Gary cake. Carl's birthday cake yeah. and he's told to pass it on and pass it on and pass it on and ends up with the only person without a yeah. slice.
0: Yeah. But but at the beginning he says can I keep my can I keep this slice because last time I ended up without you know yeah. I didn't get any last time and he's really worried about it and it's just really sad but it's I mean it's funny at the same time but he
1: he's, he does it so brilliantly. He makes me think particularly in that scene of um, you haven't seen uh, Parks and Recreation have you? I haven't, no. He uh, I think Mike Judge has a hand in that as well. Really? Yeah. That's he's, interesting. There's a character on that called Jerry. Right. He reminds me quite a lot. Who's always like, he's the butt of every office joke. He's the sad right. old guy who's been there forever. Right. And uh, he it's like, if there was a birthday cake to be had that he would be the guy who ended up without right. a piece. Least, yeah. uh, and that's only just occurred to me. Yeah. I'm going to have to check and see if. Uh, well, you've got IMDb. You can check in uh, a minute F-S- and see actually, if. Uh, yeah, I can
0: do this. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, I really, really enjoyed it. So I, I, I highly recommend it. And mm. it, it was one of those things I just. You know, my wife and I put it on, and um,
1: you are not going to be able to turn away from the microphone. No, no, guitar. sorry, hang on. Um,
0: my wife and I put it on. I think actually Tiggs was in the room with us, so mm-hmm. she was kind of like playing with her on the floor and stuff. But even then, she was still engaged mm-hmm. in the film because it was so. Mm. You know, it worked that way. Let me see if I can. Let me see
1: if I can pull up another page. Let's see if you can click Mike Judge. Um, I said, I think that's a rabbit noise. Yes, it is. Yeah, she's, she's doing something. She's trying to be involved.
0: Yeah, she's found some toys she's playing with. Okay. She's got little wooden toys. We should well have actually. set up like,
1: like Rabbit Cam and done a live streaming oh, rabbit have, cam. Yeah, we should have done, yeah. That's what we could have done with a GoPro. Oh, it is, isn't it? Set yeah. up and just recorded Rabbit while we were yeah. <laughs> while we were <laughs> recording. Um, I think I said when I did the pitch there was one um one line that really stood out, just jumped out of me and made me almost fall off the sofa. Right, which is when because uh, there's Jennifer Aniston's character is the waitress who the main guy played by Ron Livingston falls for, um, and she's yeah. required to wear pieces of flair. <laughs> yes, yeah, on, yeah. Her, uh, on her terrible TGI Fridays esque uh, outfit, which are like the badges and things. Uh, she has a, a, a minimum number uh, she has to wear, and then they're, they're in the car and having an argument. Uh, and she's there t- for some reason the f- the subject of the flare comes up, and he just shouts, "You know the Nazis had pieces of flare that they made the Jews wear, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was just so unexpected." Yeah, yeah.
0: I I, I can remember um, working in various shop uh, like shops and things like that where there were, people were absolutely militant on what you wore and what you didn't yeah. wear, and oh, it used to drive me mad. Yeah, and thankfully I never had to express my personality through the form through of pieces badges. Of yeah. No.
1: Well, um, it would just be like ACDC and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd have a denim metal patch jacket, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't... Yeah, we've. I think we've gone through all of our notes.
0: Yeah, uh, to be honest, I mean, it's just a really good, well-constructed comedy. Mm. Um, you know, I think, like I said, all of the characters are believable and mm. and, and work really well. Mm. And so, you know, it's just, it's really worth a watch. Um, just because it's yeah really well written, mm. you know. You mentioned last time that the cinematographer kind of taught Mike, taught my judge, judge how air, to how yeah, to make live action, yeah. But you you know you wouldn't know it. just kind of you know he draws the performances mm. really nicely. So I think it's just yeah. I, I really really enjoyed it, and it it made me <clears throat> realize how thankful I am that the fact I don't have a job like that. I could <laughs> I honestly couldn't exist in a job like that in a cubicle and a, no. just in front of a computer and no uh, would not. It would not work for me. You need to have all. some
1: creative expression. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you're talking to a guy who's got a bloody racetrack on his desk and a guitar yeah. behind you know
1: Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to have a racetrack on your desk. No. no. Um well, that's office space then. Yeah. To yeah. blazing saddles. It
0: is, yeah. Let's get to let me get let me get the thingy page up. Okay, so let me recap blazing
1: saddles. For uh for a change, Tom also has a computer. No. <clears> and I do, and yeah. he's seen fit to open IMDB. Yeah, uh, just in Which is in why case. he keeps turning away from the microphone, all I is he's scrolling up and down and not actually doing anything.
0: I'm just looking like I'm doing something.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. So well, you're perfect for an office job, giving the appearance of working. You <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So blazing saddles. I oh, I know. should say I don't have any feedback or reviews oh, or anything right. for office space. There was no reviews fun yeah. written. Funny enough, it's not given any. No. Any. Uh, my brain's gone to mush. It wasn't given any funny titles in any other countries.
0: Right, no, no. Oh, I did see you on Facebook. I believe mm. oh,
1: it was your sister. I believe was uh, it? Yeah, wrote that she she loves Office Space.
0: And really? Gonna, oh, yeah. I she's gonna tra- that. yeah she's gonna try and uh, pull out the DVD.
1: Okay, well you recap Blazing Saddles, and I'm yeah. gonna check our Facebook page and see if anybody else has uh, anybody else has responded.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, check Twitter as well. I, will. I think
1: Someone said something on that. Not about
0: Office Space, but something else. Um, someone said something. Yeah, about I can't remember. What I remember. On... Yeah, okay. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it might have been um, it might have been Phil Austin actually talking about Blazing Saddles.
1: He usually has something to say. I shall check it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. Check out his... Uh, when yeah. my
1: very slow browser has opened up.
0: Um, so anyway, Blazing Saddles. Let's crack on with the show. Oh, hello, Tiggs. What are you up to? Rabbit doesn't like Blazing Saddles. No. Um, so Blazing Saddles is um, a Mel Brooks spoof of a Western, or ev- every Western there ever was, uh, made in the mid-'70s, and... Um, it is basically the story of a small town that stands in the way of a railroad development um and to get rid of the town's population and steal the land, a corrupt politician hires a black sheriff because he thinks what could be worse, what would drive the townspeople out other you know what nothing could be worse than having a black sheriff basically it's his whole opinion um it is both ridiculously silly over the top occasionally hints of subtlety, but not many, Um and is one of those movies where you kind of watch it and you laugh and you laugh and you laugh and then you realise there's kind of a message in there somewhere about, you know... uh <clears throat> about race and how people are treated and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's kind of a big mishmash of things kind of wrapped up in a big Millbrook spoof, really. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of it? Um,
1: before that, social media update. Uh, okay. There's nothing on Twitter. Oh, isn't there? Okay, no, I think sorry. you were making it up about Phil sending All right. Uh, but yes, indeed, my sister on Facebook has said, not very useful to you, but I love office space. Not seen it for a while. I think the DVD might have to come out tomorrow. Uh, she does work in those kind of jobs right. so she can relate to it very well excellent i think okay. blading saddles yes you hit a home run here really yeah, did you is, like it yeah it's great
0: fantastic i again this is another one i was a bit worried about this i've had a few misses recently yeah well mel brooks
1: can do comedy stanley
0: kubrick can't <laughs> okay fair enough <laughs> mel brooks is inherently funny yeah. excellent but then i know you know we i've 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 pitched you over the top comedies before and you've absolutely hated it and i did so, that again, I was Anything
1: like... thinking about trading places. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah.
0: Exactly. So, I'm, that's why I'm a bit,
1: like, wary sometimes with things like this. Well, my... Um I mostly just ended up writing down the lines I like. Right, (laughs) that's fair enough. Although I did have to check that it wasn't Gene Pitney singing the opening song because it really sounds like. Yeah, no, it was a guy, Frankie Lane, and Frankie
0: Lane apparently used to do that. That was his kind of stock track. He would often do that kind of thing.
1: Oh well, like western intros.
0: Yes, he would do these kind of songs, and Mel Brooks really would, wanted him to do it but thought he'd never do it in a million years so he mm. put a, a massive adverts in like variety and stuff saying uh frankie lane frankie lane sound like needed for mel brooks movie nice. and like he he really did it and and the next day he got a phone call from him saying why don't you just ask me And he's like well we, <laughs> we don't want to and he's like oh i'll do it and he came down and he did it awesome know, yeah straight off the mm. bat
1: the um the songs are really good actually yeah the the um the song about rock ridge yeah is really funny <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the um, just the whole setup for it—it just—it's got all of the wonderful, like little western mm. thing, like little nice little uh, nuances of westerns, and and just plays on them mm. so beautifully. It's fantastic. Mm. Most
1: of most of the the jokes I like we can't do no because. <laughs> uh, a pair of white blokes sitting in a <laughs> exactly yeah yeah cannot cannot get away with saying half the things that said, um, mm. although the um, uh, the the can't you see this man's a nih yes is is brilliant
0: yeah yeah when it's the uh, it's the old guy on the roof isn't it and
1: he's, is it then or is it later no, on? no no it's when um, Mel Brooks who is now what is he the governor yeah Mel Brooks is the governor and. and- um, Hedley Lamar. Yeah. Uh who I can't remember who plays him, whatever his name is.
0: Uh, Harvey Corman. Somebody plays, Corman. Yeah, yeah Harvey yeah. Corman. yeah.
1: Um those two are actually really good. They are brilliant. They're aren't very, they? very yeah. funny. Uh uh yes. And it's when um uh Lamar is introducing Bart, the yes, sheriff. That's the new what, sheriff yeah. to <laughs> yes, the and he's walking with him. Yes, yeah, see yeah. yeah, I know the bit you mean. Yeah. 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 Um yeah. I thought I I thought they were going to go all the way with that line and didn't. Yeah, uh, uh, which makes it funnier.
0: Yeah. But then the the payoff to that gag is cuz basically the setup is he he uh, Mel Brooks is trying to have a secret word with Harvey Corman's yes. character but he grabs the wrong person and yeah. doesn't realize who he's talking to until he gets to that word and he goes ni and then he realizes then he walks back, gets Harvey Corman, delivers the same line, but instead of finishing with the word you think he's gonna yeah. say, he says "nit," yeah. And you go, That's the that's the perfect payoff to yeah. that gag, 'cause you you're preempting it. Yeah. They use that gag again later on with the old um the old gibberish like drunken bloke. Oh yeah, whereas ru- he's on about the roof. to say it, they, yeah. yeah there he's so. go the sheriff's and and then the, the, the uh the the town bell yeah. Yeah. goes, and they're like, The sheriff is near. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of clever wordplay. There's lots of great yeah. slapstick. The shot of uh, Mongo, the big dumb <laughs> yeah. uh, henchman guy, uh, uh, punching out the horse is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, because today that would be all effect. Absolutely, but it's yeah. just a well trained horse, horse. Uh, uh, yeah. and a great camera angle, and yeah. it's completely convincing. <laughs> yeah,
0: so, I think. Um this was still a time when, you know, they were still kind of making westerns back then, which, I mean, they don't yeah, really make it was, make like, them it was now. the tail end. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, they would have had, like, uh, there would have been hundreds of trained horses and yeah. there would have been all sorts available, mm. I would think. Yeah.
1: The um the stunts in The Rampage Through Rock Ridge, some of those are really good as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Can't you see this is the last act of A Desperate Man? We don't care if this is the last act of Henry V, we're leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I probably laughed more at this than most of the other comedies we've done combined. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's really uh, good. And I was surprised because very often when we do a movie from the 70s here, yeah, uh, like a particularly a, a, famous, a famous old movie, yeah. you know all the lore surrounding exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Um, and that kind of ruins the enjoyment of the film. I found that with yeah. Psycho and yeah. um, I can't remember what else, but we've done a bunch yeah. like uh, Dirty Harry. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, so
0: you know, you've seen pastiches. You've seen the pastiches, you, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Really, the actually the only things I'd seen from this before were the campfire scene. Yeah, the last fart. By the <laughs> really? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because I thought they were done, and then there was one more. <laughs> right. Um, For me,
0: it's always this, they're they're kind of going around. They're all fairly standard, and then there's one really
1: high pitched squeak. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that always makes me laugh. Um, I, I watched the uh, I watched the documentary thing, which is like <laughs> <about> the TV <laughs> yeah. version, where it's just lots of blokes standing up and sitting down again. Yeah. That's um, bizarre, but uh, equally funny. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um and uh the other thing i'd seen is uh the brawl that goes through the studio at the end yes uh, yeah. i'd seen that i think i've been shown that in a film studies class somewhere yeah it's
0: sort of very much breaking the fourth wall and the whole yes. weird bit with dom Delouise. Yes. as the camp yes. but director. i then didn't
1: realize it was more after no that. i, I thought always was forget gonna be that fade to black yeah but then they do the whole they do the ending in the cinema yeah and all the rest see of
0: it. i'm pretty sure i've seen a version of that where it ends on the on the High fight like they're they're right.
1: fighting and the credits come up in a right. big in a big panel um that's entirely possible. There's yeah. loads of movies that have different TV versions. Yeah. Have, uh, I think there's a version of Alien that sh- screens on TV that has extra scenes that aren't in any theatrical or home entertainment cut. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's I, a whole load of movies that I, do that. I
0: love the convention of them going to the cinema to see how the film ends because they, they kind of break out of the film into the studio and yes. then go to the cinema to see how it ends and then you go back into the film again. Yeah. Which is genius. Yeah, like, yeah. It's such a clever idea. I think that's what sets this apart is that some of the humour is. Very, very crude. Yes. Uh but it's also very, very clever at the same yeah. time.
1: Uh and also with regards to kind of the, the race angle. Yes. The none of the jokes are ever at the expense of no. Bart's race. Absolutely, no. It's he is always better than the people making jokes about him. he's yeah. the butt of the jokes of characters. That characters are trying to make, but not that the film well, is making. Exactly,
0: yeah, and that's what I mean. We talked about last week about one of the one of the actors really having trouble saying yes, stuff to I him. Yes, I saw that he talked about that in
1: the documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I, and um,
1: he hasn't changed. His teeth are amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> and you know, it's one of those things that he had to be taken aside and 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 uh, Cleveland Little explained to him. That yeah, we're yeah, not, yeah. If you did this to me on the yeah, street, I would floor you. Yeah, exactly. However, it's funny. Yeah, you but, can say what you like. Yeah, and we're we said we're laughing at your character, people. Aren't laughing at what you're saying. Yeah. We're just laughing at you because yeah. you're because your character. I think it. Um, I think it plays that that line very very well. But the one person we haven't talked about is Gene Wilder, the Waco Kid. Yeah. I lo- one of my favourite gags, which always makes me laugh, mm. is the uh, the bit where um, he's saying, you know, he's all washed up and he's too yeah, old. Yeah. And he holds and he says he holds his hand up and he's like, it's shaking. That, yeah. he's I don't know. Away. He's got the still hand. It, yeah, yeah,
1: But I shoot with this hand. hand and his other hand. And his hand, 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 hand yeah. yeah, yeah. That I, I wrote that down.
0: Yeah, that's probably one of my favourite gags of all time. And again, I know it's coming, uh, mm. and I know it's silly and he just it always makes me laugh because it's just a really well crafted joke. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of this is. It's just such well crafted. Like the first time they. Meet when he's hanging upside down, in the uh, in the thing, and he's drunk, and he's not quite sure if yes. what he's seeing is real. Again, that that really makes me laugh every time.
1: Yeah, see, I find Gene Wilder just over the top and ridiculous in a lot of things. Yeah, um, and but, this he's not. No, he's very subdued. I, I,
0: what I think is interesting is that the hello,
1: i am um, being Bun, bunny visit.
0: Yeah, um, the uh, the over the top characters are the townsfolk and the governors and the the like all the people you're supposed to either dislike or mm. kinda have some feeling towards burrows, the fur but almost Cleveland Little and Gene Wilder almost play the whole movie straight. Almost, yeah. There's a few occasions where they do, like for example, Grand for Mongo. <laughs> yeah, when and when, uh, and when um, Cleveland Little first arrives and accepts the job of sheriff and then pretends to hold himself hostage. So they yeah, have sympathy that's for bizarre, him, it but also bizarre, very funny. Yeah, it, it, that's the sort of thing. There are things in this you think hey, you can't get away with that, but you in this they do. Mm. And I, I don't know how. I don't know how Mel Brooks finds that line where yeah. it's like, I'm I'm going to completely go with you on this, mm. but you do. Mm. It's
1: odd. It's um it's it's kind of dated but in a good way. Yes. Nobody makes movies like this anymore. No. And nobody could make a movie like this it's, anymore. Exactly. I don't
0: think. No, I don't think I, nobody made a movie like it prior to this either. And no. I, I don't think you know, there have been spoofs subsequent that have been I mean Airplane is yeah. probably the quintessential spoof ever. Yeah. But it doesn't have that it doesn't push the boundaries of of what you're laughing at like this no. does.
1: Um, no, this this on a, this on occasion borders on early South Park with what they can get
0: yes, away with. Yeah, actually, yeah, I think you're right. I mm. think that
1: yeah, I guess actually the only
0: the only people that can get away with it is are people doing animation like Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, and, there is uh, a uh, in the documentary. Far.
1: There's a thing that uh, that Mel Brooks Brooks said there was one joke that the studio told him to cut. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: but and I know know which one this yeah. is, and what they leave in is just as bad. Yes, isn't it? I mean, it's. Yeah. You know, it's still pretty
1: you still get the gag. Yeah, I can only think of the punchline. I can't think of the setup at the moment. The so. the
0: setup is Bart He's in
1: the Bart is in the dark with um
0: Madeleine Kahn's character. Yes,
1: the German yeah. stripper who can't pronounce and her last.
0: Yeah, and you hear you hear the a zip and yes. she just you just hear her go, it's two, it's twoo, it's yeah and that's all you hear, and then it cuts. Yes. But the punchline that it was supposed to be was you then heard Cleveland Little say Baby, you're sucking my elbow. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, okay, I can see why they thought it might might yeah. be a bit, bit a step too far. But yeah. even so, even what they leave in and the thing you cut too, which is him eating the knits or like the yes, the big German sausages. Yeah. You kind of go, well, all
1: right, you you know, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, the actually the other thing that made me like, I thought it kind of falls apart in the last ten minutes or so. I think right. where, when it does do the break, breaking the fourth wall stuff, yeah. I think that kind of smacks of God, we don't really know what to do and yeah, was an ending yeah. kind of on the fly. However, I really do like the bit where Hedley Lamar tries to get into the cinema uh, oh. <laughs> and produces his student card. God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me
0: laugh so much. Yeah. <laughs> I I know um Harvey Corman had a very tough time keeping a straight face yes. throughout this film. Yes,
1: I know there was a lot of stuff that was ruined yeah. by him, just cracking up.
0: And I found I found a comedy sketch um, with him and another comedian that was done in front of a live audience, which I must show
1: you later. You mentioned this when we went off the air last week. Oh, yes,
0: it's easy Tiggs, so and I open that so you
1: can't One second, crash it. Rabbit oh. Escape.
0: Uh, hello, hello darling, you're right. There we go. Um, yeah, and it's him in a dentist chair. Mm. Um, about to receive dental surgery but the dentist is completely incompetent and keeps injecting himself by mistake mm. um and you know he he's literally Harvey Korn, he's literally sitting in that chair crying and shaking with laughter at this other guy <laughs> and you know he's not supposed to be but it just makes it funnier all mm. still um we've done all right this week
1: haven't we we have yeah, yeah. comedy and, and both, both like it. it that's quite, kind of um, quite rare I found some alternative titles for Blazing Saddles. Oh, really? I've I discovered a problem with Google Translate. Right. It uh, it has been programmed for some movie titles to right. not literally translate. Right. But it tells you...
0: What it was called in that country. What it was
1: called in that... Well, not quite. If right. you put in what it was called in that country in the original language, it's- it would come up with Blazing Saddles. Because someone has programmed in that that's right. what that movie okay. was then. Right, yeah. gotcha. So... Uh, Yeah, this segment is getting harder. Yes. Um, However, I did find out that in France, Mm -hmm. it was, the sheriff is in jail. Right. In Argentina, Western follies. (laughs) Uh, Brazil, scamp in the west. (laughs) Uh, Italy, south and means of fire. Okay. And my favourite one, I think, was from Sweden, where it's called Springtime for the Sheriff.
0: (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, because originally the film was going to be called Black Bart. Yes. Um, which they were told they weren't allowed to do. No. And, uh, but they did do a TV pilot. Yes. Um,
1: which is on the DVD you lent me is. and I didn't get around no, to No, I it.
0: haven't watched it either. But apparently it just basically that, that pilot is a load of deleted scenes that they just strung together into a like a half hour show. Mm. So it would be quite intriguing, I think. Um,
1: I've got some Amazon reviews. Okay. No one stars. No, I can imagine A two star not. review. And I just like the opening sentence. Yeah. If you like racist jokes, you must definitely see this. <laughs> I didn't, so I rated this with two stars. It has nothing to do with the quality of the DVD or with the service rendered by the vending company. The latter was impeccable. <laughs> see, that,
0: that's interesting, because that's someone who's completely missed the point of yeah. the film, isn't it? Yeah. Now, because it's funny, because I, I don't personally know anyone who doesn't really like this film. Mm. Um, and then, because I think, like we said before, although some of the humour is incredibly cr- crude, it's also very mm. clever. So I think it works on a multitude of levels. And I think yes. if, you know, you're know you going to get something
1: out of it, no matter what, what way you approach it. Sorry, this chair is significantly less comfortable than my <laughs> usual. Um, five star. This also has a tremendous opening sentence. All right. We had Blazing Saddles as a movie on board our submarine back in the mid-80s. <laughs> wow. I think my watch must have seen it a dozen times until the control room watch could recite any scene from it. It's brilliant. Doing the watch handover to the strains of... There was a sleepy town called Rockridge in the background was slightly surreal. <laughs> That's mad. And finally. Oh, no, oh no, not and finally. We'll get to and finally in a minute. Right. <laughs> Set in the town of Rockridge, a new sheriff is appointed to bring law and order to this once peaceful town. Now being ruled by thugs and gangs, in steps Sheriff Bart. The only problem is that Sheriff is black, uh, and nobody in the town knew until the day he arrived. <laughs> the film is filled with great gags and punchlines from the opening where a railway... From the opening scene, spelt wrong, where a mm. railway track is being laid by Coloureds and the Chinese. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not my choice of words. Uh. With the memorable songs, I don't get to kick out of Champagne and Camp Town Lady. I think <laughs> that's got both of those song titles wrong. Yeah. Uh, to the scene at the campfire where too much beans can have a serious effect on your breathing ability through your noes. Right. There we go. Finally. All right. This was just a sentence I pulled from a longer review. Yeah. I remember watching this with some German friends once. They were initially upset, but realised it was a send up and eventually laughed along with me. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: The one thing we haven't mentioned, which I totally <laughs> forgot. To say, Sorry. Was that um Cleveland's little character was originally supposed to be Richard Pryor. Yes. But the, the studios wouldn't ensure that because they just like they, they just said no because the yeah. style of comedy was not. What they wanted, um and apparently he did a lot of the writing on yes, it. Yes, he was uh, on screenplay. Yeah, and he, um, but he didn't write butts. No, he wrote Mongo. Yeah, that, that was his thing. He wrote Mongo, which yes. I think was really intriguing, and mm. it, i it would have been a very different film if he'd been in it. And I'm not sure yeah. it would have worked as well. No, I mean he and Jim wilder went on to make some cracking films together, but I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if he would have been right for this. I think Cleveland Little was absolutely perfect.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um. The pitch is this week. Yes. We're doing something a bit different. We are indeed. Uh, Last time out, we talked about Dead Snow. Mm -hmm. uh, And we had a comment on Facebook from uh, Trevor Flattery. who said, Dead Snow is a damn fine Zomcom. Uh, The hefty comic relief fellow does a spot on Indiana Jones line much better than I thought it would be. That wasn't all of his quote that we read out. He had a bit more, which said, I'd like to hear both of your thoughts on the movie Beyond the Black Rainbow. It's instant view on Netflix, and it's a mind fuck. Yes. So we thought, let's take the plunge. Yeah. Uh, and we are going to watch Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yes. We know nothing about this film. No. Other than it has a terrifying poster.
0: Yeah, which you've seen and I haven't. Oh, so really? I haven't well, at it well yet. Uh,
1: while I'm talking, I'll have oh, okay, a, look. I a look. Just Google Beyond the Black Rainbow poster. Um, and uh, I can tell you, it was it's a Canadian sci-fi movie made in 2010. Uh. And the only other information I have is the description on Netflix. Which sounds quite promising. It says, when telepathic teen Elena flees the mysterious facility where... I've screwed it up, so I can do it again. When telepathic teen Elena flees the mysterious facility where she's been imprisoned her entire life, her unstable therapist relentlessly pursues her. I'm sure it is. Tom's found the poster now. Yeah. Just want him to click and then... Screaming terror. That is horrible. Yeah, it is, isn't it?
0: That is really creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So,
1: next episode, it's a uh, blind listener pitched. Yeah. Not that poster. No, that's a really cool poster. I can't see it from
0: here. I'll show it to you in a second. That is an awesome poster.
1: Okay. And the other one's just right. scary as hell so yes, yeah next next time out it's uh, a movie neither of us yes. have, seen, have no. seen uh know nothing about apart from the netflix description and yeah. it's a mind fuck according to uh trevor flattery on facebook
0: yeah uh, it's intriguing we haven't done anything like this before no. we're
1: going in blind I'm
0: quite, I'm quite looking forward to it
1: could be fun yeah okie dokie uh that's it then yeah so uh as usual we're on twitter at mm. hyspodcast uh also, as Trevor discovered, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. We have a blog, net, which mostly just uh, serves as a repository for old episodes. Mm-hmm. Old episodes, previous episodes, yeah. previously on Have You Seen. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and we have an email address if you want to send us any longer missives, which is podcast at Seen.net. This week, thanks to uh, Tom and Nicola Webb for hosting this <laughs> podcast at their house. And yeah. thanks as always to Alexia Mum for his technical assistance. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to Tigs the Rabbit for staying relatively quiet throughout this recording. Um, we'll see you next time with a bizarre Canadian horror, yeah, slash sci-fi thing,
0: yeah, whatever it, whatever it turns, it turns out, to, out be. to be. Yeah.
1: Uh, bye. Bye.